sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason Share and raise your glass Cause time's happening much too fast If you wanna slow it down Make sure you stick around And who knows, maybe you'll get in the last If you're looking for some Welcome to Tin Drink Minimum live at Hempfest. Ooh, I didn't realize how long it would take to set up that. Yeah, it's a little different than normal, right? Welcome Maybe to Tin Drink like yeah. Michael's here. Michael's here. Oh my God, I'm alive! I know. I know. This is the first show Michael's done in in about a month. Yeah. Yeah, mainly because she's like, I don't. I'm not a big. I don't like the fans. <laughs> so if you see Michael in public, make sure you let her know that you know, you guys are important. So we, like uh, okay, go for it. You go. Oh, we're, I just wanted to mention that we're here at New Mexico Hempfest, uh, here in a lovely Albuquerque uh, Balloon Fiesta Park. Yeah. And I've never actually been here before in my life. Like, as the 13 years I've lived yeah. here, I've never been. I didn't know what to expect. Well, this is the first one, so. Oh, well. Well, but he's, no, he's never been to Balloon Fiesta Park. Oh, that's what he said, yeah. He's okay. not, he's not been to it. Like, he, li okay, he lives in New Mexico, doesn't go to Balloon Fiesta. That's, that's how much, you know. <laughs> Locals are not like into it. Um, <laughs> so this is the first annual hemp fest. They gave me a, a yeah. This is ran by the Albi. They gave me a, a thing to drink out of my my whatever I'm drinking. Um, we do have a guest today. I'm sorry. What was your name, sir? Bill Delaney. Bill Delaney. And you came down from Colorado. Is that correct? Pagosa Springs. Pagosa Springs, man. That's where I went for my 40th birthday to go soak in the uh, the hot springs. So that is it, is it you know is it one of those places that's really cool to live there or is it just kind of like annoying that all the you know the the tourists come and or is that is that fun I mean I don't know. Well, the tourism is our only economy, so we we grin and bear it. But uh, I think it's a wonderful place to live, except the food could be better. <laughs> you know what's funny is when we went up there, everything was great except every place to eat closed by by ten o'clock. And don't ever get hungry on a Sunday. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Right. Is it all clo everything closed on a Sunday? Is that right? Yeah, most of the restaurants are closed on Sunday. Wow. So uh, I think we're streaming live on Facebook as well, so let's wave to people there. 
Uh, this isn't the usual way we do it, but I mean, you know, we're out we're out in the middle of nowhere, and we're lucky to have power. <laughs> so the the reason why we have you on your on the show is because I mean, we're at a hemp festival, and of course, immediately everybody starts thinking about like, oh, you know, getting high and you know, buying bongs. But they actually, you you were one of the guest speakers over here. Because you, you actually are one of the proponents for medicinal marijuana, is that correct? Medicinal and recreational. And recreational. Can you kind of give people a background on what your story is, kind of? Sure. Um, I was led to it medicinally because I was diagnosed by the Albuquerque VA with Crohn's disease and, and a severe case of Crohn's disease in 1999. And I tried every drug that they had for me, and most of the drugs they have for Crohn's are immunosuppressant they suppress your immune system so it allowed me to get a stage 2 melanoma wow. cancer on my face in 2007 and uh, then I moved to Colorado where medical marijuana was already in place and I tried it and I couldn't believe that from the first puff that I knew that I had a chance to defeat this incurable disease so how long had you been trying like to you know not maybe not just cure but like treat as in like no pain before you finally got to marijuana or hemp or you know i i never got beyond pain or or i i think that the drugs they give you take care of about 10 to 15 percent of the problem and you live with the other 85 percent wow. so i tried not only all of the drugs that the va had to offer but i also tried a lot of expensive and uh, treatments holistically because I knew that they said it was incurable and if they say it's incurable I had to find a source somewhere else that was going to help me and that source was marijuana yeah because I think at some points you know you hear when they say incurable that almost means like they're just kind of like well we're, we're at the end that doesn't mean incurable it's, I guess it just means they don't have any other any it, other that's exactly how I took it when they said yeah. they didn't know I said well I'm gonna find out how many how many I mean, I, I, I'm sure you don't know, but I mean, how many people out there, when they tell, like, I feel like that there's that, in the medical industry, they'll go, well, there's really nothing left. I, I feel like the, how many people out there just at, at that point go, okay, you know, and they're, they're just done. They're just like, I guess this is where I just live out my life and, and try to be as pain-free as possible until I die. And so yeah. many people just believe anything a doctor tells them. They don't do any research. They just yeah. put their care in the hands of the doctor, and whatever they tell them, whatever drug, they're, they're happy to, tell, to take it. But I, if you can find a natural solution without all the harsh drugs, more power to you. Yeah. I, I think, too, is like... And how, how did you personally come across that? Yeah, that, that's a good question. It was funny. I, I hadn't used marijuana in 24 years <laughs> because I'm a recovering alcoholic. And oh, I, okay. I bought into the concept in treatment that a drug is a drug is a drug, and if I used marijuana, I was going to go back to being the, the jerk that I was before on alcohol. Yeah. And uh, somebody ran a little ad in the personals in the Pagosa paper, and he lived in Durango, and he was basically he was a dealer slash caregiver. And uh, he ran an ad saying that marijuana is legal medically. And I called him up, and he said, well, come out over and see me and look come on the Internet. Yeah. He said, look on the Internet first. There's all kinds of information on how Crohn's is defeated by medical marijuana. I try, I went, drove to Durango. I put on some Depends because I had bowel issues. Wow. I put my old dog in the car in case I got arrested. She'd go to the pound. And, yeah. uh, oh, so she wouldn't be left in the exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah. And... Uh, I bought an eighth, I took it home, and I knew from the first puff, just one puff, it just reminded me of how I used to feel 25 years ago. And I, fortunately, within three months, I was able to put down prescription drugs. Wow. So I haven't had a prescription drugs for Crohn's in eight years. Wow. What I think is... But I use lots of marijuana. 
That's awesome. What I think is really uh, interesting is the biggest, like, it, you know, I, I watch a lot of sports, and there's a big movement within the, the yeah. National Football League. And it's so interesting because the National Football League has pushed back so much, and it's like they are proponents of these these drugs for, for pain that are like Vicodin and, uh, you know, all these hardcore narcotics, opiate, narcotic, you know, solutions, but those are but those are over the counter and legal, you know, and so they would rather well, the prescribed but pres- still legal. Yeah, use use something like that than marijuana, which you know, to me clearly is is you know the safer of any of that. The NBA has been using marijuana legally for about 30 years. Their players association did not allow them to include marijuana as one of the. Uh, Privileged drugs. I didn't know that. That's pretty. That's pretty. And I think once you're right on the NFL, I think that once the, the NFL accepts it, yeah, because they're the heroes to so many of the people who absolutely just like marijuana that I think they'll start looking at it differently. There's a lotion. It's called Apothecana is the brand name. Yeah. But it's amazing for surface pain, for muscle and yeah. joint aches and stuff like it. It's so mind-boggling that you would have to take an opioid. Right. It was I was saying, like, okay, because you started with smoking, but did it, did it evolve into like every kind of. Um, a, I guess ingested form of cannabis. Yeah, but bear in mind the time I started smoking was 2008, and there was nothing else available. We had medical marijuana cards, but we were buying from dealers, and it was just street pot. Uh, but even that—that that was what got me over the hump. Now that we have all this whole range of sophisticated products, uh, the oh, sky's yeah, yeah. the limit. Because there's there's a lot of people that just can't handle like inhaling smoke, and. Um, I think like people, especially here, with the tinctures, the edibles, the different ways of ingesting it, I, I think it's, it's a whole new era of just... There's even suppositories. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, you know, hmm. the, the funny thing about smoking is, though, if you have digestive issues, there's nothing better than smoking and for nausea. If you have nausea from chemo or something like that, you take a puff of marijuana, it's gone. You eat an edible, and you're going to have to wait an hour to get some relief. But for some reason, smoking, just for anything to do with the digestive tract, is great. And I think it changed the pH system. My whole, my whole body was too acidic before, and yeah. just by smoking, it changed that pH balance, too. That's awesome. And so, say, is there a way, like, say somebody who doesn't want to deal with, like, the mental effects of, like, smoking pot or, like, taking edibles, is there just a way to get the benefits without feeling, um, like, with the altered state? Of, CBDs. Oh Have you heard of CBD? Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're talking the about this over yeah. here in this booth over here. What is, what is that? There's 85, roughly 85 chemical compounds in the marijuana plant, and the most well-known, of course, is THC. That's the one yeah. that gives you the high or the relaxation. Right. But uh, CBD is one of those, and it's one that they just started cultivating in the last five years or so. Okay. And CBD doesn't have any psychotropic properties to it. So it doesn't affect your mind, but it does give you the inflammation and the pain-killing properties for your body. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so you, cool. you can absolutely get rid of pain and inflammation without getting high. Because I understand, like, employers or anybody always test, I guess, for THC, right? So, mm-hmm. like, is CBD okay to, like... I, I to think be, it still has a minor... It has trace amounts. Trace uh, amounts. Yeah. One to three percent or something. Yeah, it has... Out. In order to qual, I think it has to be not more than point zero three. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Okay. And you, you to see this new climate of just kind of acceptance and the, the yeah. culture kind of shifting... Do you you've been, you've been fighting for like legalization for years? Do you see any 
hope in the next well, few I mean, years. Well, he lives in a state where it is legal. Well, yeah, but in New Mexico, though. Yeah. Or like, or like nationwide. Because even this festival here, we, we talked with the uh, people who run it, and there was quite a bit of pushback. They uh, were told that you cannot... Uh, um, wow, that, that's a rough situation right there. But they were told that um, they... they had to go. Basically, you couldn't. They couldn't sell any paraphernalia that was that was. Ba- you know, someone could could construe to be used for smoking weed. Well, let's take this thought a step further. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to do the right thing. I'm licensed in Colorado, and we can't mm-hmm. advertise down here. So I called our licensing bureau, and said that I was going to speak down here, and we were going to have a booth at a trade show. And they said that's not a problem. Right. So to know I wasn't stepping on any New Mexico toes, I called the head lady who's the head of compliance with your board of health. Yeah. And I said, we're coming down, we're doing a booth, and I'm bringing uh, hemp shirts and hemp uh, yeah. hemp bags. She said, sir, she said, hemp is illegal in New Mexico. That might become a law enforcement issue. Wow. And I said, ma'am, I said, growing and selling hemp in Mexico might be illegal right now, but selling and buying hemp shirts certainly isn't. There's no, no law against. Absolutely but, not. But that's how she's the head of compliance, and that's what her thinking was. Has she, she not been me, to a hot topic in the mall? I told her, I said, wherever you're sitting, ma'am, somebody, some store is selling a hemp shirt within two miles of you right now. Absolutely they are. At the mall. But that's how un- uninformed she was. It was a wow. law enforcement issue that you can't own a hemp shirt in New Mexico. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess, I guess that's that's her probably. I don't know. Maybe she. I don't. I, I assume she was fucking with you, because I mean, <laughs> that's ridiculous to say that there's people in New Mexico that are wearing hemp shirts and they get arrested. I mean, that's you know, anywhere you go, just go to the state fair. You just like you just literally just load them in a trailer. <laughs> they sell them at the state fair. You know, probably probably a hemp leaf with 505 right across it. <laughs> and then and then Tupac on the back well, with Marilyn Monroe, Monroe as, as yeah. a skeleton or something. Yeah, yeah, Marilyn Monroe with a skeleton face. Yeah, so I, I think that's ridiculous. You and, know, you talk about the politics of the two states. I really, oh, sure. I really believe if I hadn't moved to Pagosa Springs in 2005, that if I wasn't dead today, that the best case scenario for me was that I would have a pouch. Because the VA yeah. wanted to remove my whole colon and rectum. Wow. And, the, I mean, hollowing me out from my chest to my butt. Wow. Uh, and that, w- that was the life that I was looking forward to. And so I tried marijuana as an alternative. Oh, geez. I would be. A, little, would, a little softer approach. I would be trying anything that there was, like, any kind of research whatsoever. I would have eaten dog shit. Right. If they're like, yeah, if you eat dog poop, it'll help you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try that. <laughs> Didn't have your colon and rectum removed? Yeah. Jesus, that's intense, man. So, uh, what's your advice to people out there that you know they they, they don't know, that don't have any idea? What, where should they go? What should they they do? Well, if you can here in New Mexico, see a doctor and get a card and start buying uh, marijuana products from the dispensaries. Uh, but even if you're buying it illegally and you're trying it medically, it can't hurt anybody. Nobody has ever died from this in the history no. of mankind. No. People don't OD and go to hospitals no. on this. Uh, no. It won't hurt you. You know, I, if you feel I, uncomfortable and you don't like the head association with it, sit down and two hours that'll pass and you'll be back to normal and nothing's, nothing's been harmed. But uh, give it a try because all of the drugs that the doctors have are pretty toxic. I, yeah. I mean, people, that's the craziest part. Is like you have all these people that get addicted to opiates for pain because they're in pain, 
And then once they're addicted, then they have to go to rehab, and then they have to, you know, break the addiction. That then they can no longer take the opiates. So then, what do they do for pain? You know. And now the doctors are just cutting people off in the opioids too. So I mean, cold turkey. Yeah. Uh, I remember I knew someone that had an opium bag in their body, inside their body. If you don't know what that is, it's when you're in so such intense pain, they actually insert a device inside of you that has opium in it that slowly releases the opium because of the, you know, a lot of people take opiates, you know, with pills. Well, pills have uh, buffers, and the buffers destroy your digestive system. So they, they'll put these bags inside of people, and they'll release opiates. So every once in a while, you have to go, and they stick a big needle in you to refill the bag. And I'm like, man, that's, that's when you're, I, I can't imagine living a life where you're just having opium just slowly leaking into your system. And can you imagine that you could maybe replace that with just smoking something or eating an edible or something right. benign? Yeah, just drinking, just drinking a drink. Like, yeah, I'm gonna drink, or, or rubbing, rubbing something on your body. Yeah, some sort of like, you know, medicinal salve. That's really awesome, man. I mean, I'm glad you came down. I'm glad, you know, I'm glad you spoke here. I, I hope you don't feel like, the, you know, you said you felt like maybe the, this wasn't, you know, a trip. I, I kind of feel like if you reach, you know. One to five people, I mean, and you've changed someone else's life. I mean, that's enough to validate, you know, anything. You know? I agree. Because no, imagine, I... imagine if someone would have said something earlier and you would have saw it, you know. And so I, I think it's great you came over and talked to us. Um, my dad, he, he, so, so you, were, you go to the VA. So what branch of the military were you in? Navy. Navy. Okay. Did you, did you, did you fight in uh, Vietnam? or? I was over there on a ship, and we were, ship? We were just blowing up trees. Okay. My dad was a is a marine, so you guys hauled him somewhere probably, and uh, he fought. Uh, he was a he was a gunner on a helicopter, and uh, sea stallion, uh, and he he fought in Quezon, and he has uh, he, like ever since I've known you know been alive, he has no hearing in one ear, and so he gets a hundred percent disability for type two diabetes, and um, so it's kind of interesting now the political climate. There there's a little bit of worry. That you know the, the benefits might be lost. I mean, do you feel that the same way? Or no, I think everything I hear in the news that they're trying to increase the benefits. Really? Everybody okay. wants the support of the veterans. There was because there was a bill he was talking about that they were talking about maybe taking some away from the veterans, and I was like, that's really ridiculous. No, my hats off to you, Dad, and anybody who yeah. fought in that war it was a nasty war. Yeah. And they came home to an unsympathetic country too. Correct. Yeah, very correct. Now so. veterans are put up on a pedestal. Then that, and that's good. You then know. we grew our hair long and tried to blend in real quick. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, my dad, yeah, he was like, he, he, that's where I learned to love the doors and stuff like that. My dad was like, yeah, I got this in Vietnam, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty interesting, so, man. It's been, it's been great talking to you. What was your name again? Bill Delaney. Bill Delaney. So tell people where they can, do you guys have a website? You have a, you have a dispensary in yeah. Pagosa Springs. We have a recreational dispensary in Pagosa Springs serving people 21 and over. Our website is www.goodearthmeds. Good Earth Meds is the name of our company. Yeah. We specialize in a lot of healthy products, but we also grow in soil organically. Wow. We have nice, tasty, uh, dense buds and some of the best health products in the business. And we got wonderful customer service. Come meet our staff. I have a couple of questions about the the medicinal, like or not the, the legalization in Colorado, because we don't, you know, we don't have no, we, we can't fathom it here. We don't have the legal legalized weed here, and so I had someone come back from Colorado a couple of weeks ago, and they said that there's some people there that complain about it, that some of the 
that now when you go out and some of the service industry people aren't very good because they're high at work. I mean, is that has that been the case? I mean, is that... I haven't been to other dispensaries in Pagosa. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like you go to a restaurant oh. and a wait staff's high. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. And, yeah. and none of the DUIs have increased significantly yeah. there. Uh, you know, there's no rise in children using marijuana. There's been nothing but benefits, and the tax benefits are amazing. So uh, can you tell us a little more about that? That way people here know. Because, I mean, we hear things, but see, it's all like, you know, you know, is it either propaganda or is it real? Is what? So what are the tax benefits of that? Or I don't know been? what the percentage is, but there's a certain percentage right off the top of all the marijuana sales tax that are collected go to our school system. I know a couple of years ago the little town of Pagosa Springs got a $50,000 grant. Jeez. It had to be used for taking kids out of the school on kind of educational programs. That's awesome. No, yeah, it was fabulous. Uh, also, the sales tax has gone up about 10% in the town of Pagosa. So every business in Pagosa, if somebody comes to Pagosa maybe seeking one of the dispensaries, if they're buying gas or buying lunch or going to hot springs, that's contributing to the local economy too. Okay. Our, our politicians are so, they fought me tooth and nails in the beginning, and now they're so in favor of it because oh, you there's know been it. no bad repercussions. No. It's a benign product. It makes people go home and do peaceful things. It doesn't yeah. Yeah. make you want to get in your yeah, car roving, and drive crazy. Roving gang of stoners isn't attacking people yeah. in town, no? Don't go but, home and beat their wife. And no, they go home and watch the IT crowd and uh, eat peanut butter. <laughs> right. do, you, do you remember the publication that you saw that first ad in? Was it like a penny saver? No, <laughs> it was in our local newspaper. It was in the personal section, which I never read before. That's amazing. I was just bored and kind of looking through there, and it struck my fancy. It is amazing how, how uh, one moment can change your life that you never even imagine, right? Yeah, because I never, ever thought I'd go back to marijuana again. Because that's the funniest thing is like, is like when we, we they, they asked us the alibis like, hey guys, can you come out and you know do a, a show at the Hemp Fest? I'm like, sure. You know, I, I, I assume a certain stereotype, and you are not that stereotype whatsoever. And I and I think that's amazing. And like and, and there's a, you're like I use it recreational, I use it for medicinal, and you know and and, and after hearing your story, it's changed your life. And we run one of the most highly scrutinized businesses in the world. Oh, yeah. Myself, my management team, and everybody, we're doing math problems all day long. You can't be stupid and, no. and run this business. No. But you can be smart and use marijuana. That's my, yeah. my thought. What's, uh, here's, here's a good question. So you, you used it 20 years ago. What's the quality of the weed now compared to 20 years ago? How, how, how much has it changed it's better, but I was kind of a fringe player in the music industry out in California in the yeah. 70s oh, well, that's, and 60s, that's, that's so that's all you had to say. I got some of the better better products in those days. I remember like being that's all you had to say, being right? like a teenager and like having to break away seeds, and like that doesn't happen anymore. It's like no, from, kids will never know that. that. Yeah, kids will never know how to break away. They won't get a they won't get a record out and then break up break a brick up on the on the record and <laughs> the credit card. And, and it's just like the driest. <laughs> like, but now you out. can get like a gram, and it's like the most potent thing I've yeah. ever smoked. It's and gonna knock like, you out. Because <laughs> yeah. well, we were in California back then. No, New Mexico and Texas was just yeah, straight dirt, up dirt weed. Yeah, <laughs> skunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, marijuana was semi-legal in San Francisco in the '60s and '70s. Oh, really? I've know. walked past police people walking with a joint and yeah. It is, just don't be disrespectful. Those are the only boundaries. That's pretty cool. That seems like okay. Um, as far as, of course, it's 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 legal in statewide. But do you ever feel the looming kind of like fear of a federal kind of 
um, raid mandate or yeah raid. I didn't until we had this crazy person in charge. Yeah, and uh, that's now, what I was trying to allude to earlier. Yeah, and and it kind of concerns me that they're making I, a despicable person in my eyes. Chris Christie is going to be the head of the opioid crisis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he knows. Forty-eight. Yeah. Well, he he's so. He's, he, he cares about treating people and wrapping his arms around them. He just right. cares about putting them in jail. Correct. Uh, but I, I think that the, the genie's out of the bottle, that enough good has been done by this in so many states that there's no turning back. Well, that's good. But I don't trust this group in Washington. I just hope they don't blow up the world in the meantime. Yeah, yeah the, to me, it's like, yeah, like the drug problem, the drug thing is like the minimum right now for me. So right on, man. Well, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Yes. Oh, of course. Yes, we can. Is it true that CBD has been put on the schedule one, like like THC is, like 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 heroin is? It's considered the same as THC, I believe. I don't think they specifically want to put CBD in there, but it's as long as it has any trace amounts. There, I know. I I think that states are trying to make the hemp oil legal, so that it can treat the children. And it has trace amounts of THC, so that's what the DEA and those people are triggering on, is that there's still trace amounts of THC, which is silly. I mean, it doesn't affect, there's not enough to affect the mind. It's just another layer of silly. Yeah. But we've come a long way. There's a long way to go, but we've come a long way. And thank you, gentlemen, for having this uh, Absolutely. Available. Thank you so much, yeah, Mr. Man. Blaney. So right. give, give, give out your dispensary in, in, in Pagosa Springs one more time. We're called Good Earth Meds. And we're out by the airport. We've been there for eight or nine years, and nice. uh, we've got a wonderful staff come out and see us, and we can school you on a lot of the health products recreationally. So all you need is well, a you're you're one of the you've already schooled us quite a bit here because I mean you know we're very ignorant. Like we were asked to do. I mean we're ten drink minimum. We definitely drink a lot of booze, which you know isn't the best thing possible. And so they asked us to come out here and you know do this, and I, I was like, all right, because like I said, I kind of wanted to hear like some of the things and you know learn some of the things. And have our audience, you know, be privy to what you had to say. So you were, you're kind of the perfect candidate to come over here and sit with. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So that's awesome. I just think we're so blessed to live in an enlightened society where, at least statewide in Colorado, we can use marijuana. We can go home and medicate without looking out the window. And that was the thing that spurred me to open a dispensary. Was I had a card in my pocket. It was helping me, and I couldn't tell a soul that it was helping me. Awesome. Yeah, so the stigma has to be lifted, and little yeah. by little, you guys are doing your part. Thank you. I appreciate no problem, it. Man. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Right. Thank you for thank your you. service, and uh, you know, thank you for being you know uh, one of the advocates for this. You know, for something like this. So it's this great oh. movement. Oh, I think awesome, it's man. it's you. In amazing. a nut, in a nutshell, marijuana works. There you go. Thanks a lot, man. Cool, man. So yeah, so we're still live here. We're we're down here in uh, Hempfest. You wave to the camera. Yeah. We're live. And via uh, Facebook. we're gonna we're gonna bring on somebody who who's no no stranger to the audience. A great friend of the show. A great friend of the show. Though I will have to say, he has added a pretty sweet beard. So we've got we've got from Broken Trail Distilling, one of one of our the best friends ah. this show has ever had, Matt Simons. Ah. Yes. One yes. of the finest. Yes. That's very important. I think I think for the three o'clock show we should yeah. find somebody who is just as informative. Yeah. And like maybe ask different kind of because that, that, that was amazing. Can I, can I can I do it very Bryant Gumbel's like? I'll be all uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very uh-huh. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. because uh-huh. basically uh-huh. like I'd say by the five by five o'clock hour, then we'll, you know, 
have enough broken trail <laughs> that we're, we're going to ask we're, we're going to ask the real question. It's going to be the serious wavy hour. It's like how 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 high have you ever been? So we're down here at Balloon Fiesta Park, Hemp Fest. It's free to get in. Well, dollar parking. One dollar to park. Albuquerque, come on. You know you like free shit. <laughs> There's a live music. There's a alcohol garden. I'm not going to say beer garden. There's an alcohol garden. Because they have alcohol and beer. Can you tell us about that, Matt? We've got uh, our Holy Ghost vodka. We've got a cucumber vodka today. We're doing mojitos. What? Yeah, yeah. Uh, watermelon, uh, vodka. We've got our, our beer lineup. We've got, of course, Pepe the Mule. The, the signature. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just showing everyone my hemp fest thing. Right. <laughs> Which, that, it's important to stay hydrated. Yes, sir. Yeah. At all times. Um, Correct. Sir. Happy to help. Happy Thank to help. You. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it, like, actually, we were kind of like ignorant to the, the idea of what was going to actually happen today because this yeah. is the first hemp festival. That, first that's one, gonna, man. First one. And then we looked over, over our shoulder and there was a line of cars to get in. That's fantastic. There's still a line of cars to get in. Is the beer garden? How's the beer garden going? Uh, it, or, I'm it's sorry, alcohol garden. It, it, well, the the beer and vodka and rum and everything the else flowing. garden is is uh, uh, doing well. We've yeah. got tons of uh, our, our bar staff there to to make sure we keep the line moving. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, is it correct that like the state kind of pushed back on you even being here? They were they were a little concerned that perhaps there be uh, marijuana what? at Hempfest and that somehow that would confuse people. I, I don't really know. Like I we we definitely got feed or, or pushback and it, I, we never really got an explanation of, of why or how or is that me popping? I don't know who that is. And uh, could be. Yeah, it was it was really odd, and so we had to. To basically tell them that you know we're not like the doctors aren't out, the 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 dispensaries are here to educate, but we're you know it's it's not a big you know hot box at the balloon fiesta park. Uh, I, well, I don't know. It it just was it was really odd. I love well, this. I love this dance that we all do as a society. We're like, oh, you guys can have a festival that has something to do with hemp. But you're going to have to take and put a flyer up that says everything is for tobacco use only. Right. There's nobody, I mean, there's no one going to go buy the gas mask bong, <laughs> and then they're going to go, you know, I'm going to put some pipe tobacco in this. You know, although, <laughs> just because you said that, I kind of want to try it. <laughs> right? First, with cigarettes. There you go. And, and first one, when... When Chris she actually smelled like cigarettes, <laughs> when Chris actually pitched the the idea of doing hemp fest, I'm like, oh yeah, nice. There's gonna be like hemp clothing, maybe some bracelets, maybe like a like a dream catcher that was made out of hemp. <laughs> I got my hemp handle, my hemp sandals, you know. Yeah, so I thought it was one of the things. No, but then, right? but then I saw the flyer of the big marijuana leaves. Like, oh, I get it now. Yeah, I get it. I thought there was gonna be some let, wares. Let, let it grow is playing later, Billy. <laughs> I haven't heard any bands. We heard uh, Adam Hooks earlier. No, we heard Adam no, Hooks. So yeah. He's coming by later. Wow, there's a, so I'm looking over at the Alibi booth. It says you can get a chair or you can get a massage. One dollar <laughs> per minute. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Oh, <laughs> There you go. Uh-oh. Our friend Alex is in the crowd. She's floating Ooh. around. She's floating around. 
But thank you for doing this, Matt. Matt, I am so happy that Broken Trail was here to. I'm happy you got when I when you posted a couple days ago that and I. Like, why it didn't occur to me to even ask a month ago if you guys were, were doing yeah. this. Well, we even talked about doing festivals together. Yeah, right? yeah. And and so I saw your post, and I'm like, yeah. oh, dude, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, when's the next one? Are we do- The next one we'll do with you. That's We will make that a freaking point. Um, you know, we're going to do a Mountain West Brew Fest. Let, where, where's that at? Oh, nice. uh, down at Balloon Fiesta Park. Um, here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> in Bernalillo. Oh. <laughs> Bernalillo? Yeah. <laughs> We can. We could. We I, I haven't slept in like three days. I'm. You, just forgive me. <laughs> we could forgo uh, um, our, our our not leaving Albuquerque uh, for the summer thing to go. Well, to it's it's Labor Day weekend, which, oh. as you may know, is the unofficial end of summer. Um, not on a like yeah. astronomical point of view, but yeah. you know, you can start wearing long sleeve shirts and. Well, let me tell you this color. this cool story about Labor Day weekend this year. I have the entire week off, Matt. Dude. Dude. What? Dude. So that Friday before Labor Day, I get off work, and I don't go back to work for till, till, what, two weekends. You, you do go to work, my friend. I don't know. It's just your new job. Yeah? <laughs> is being right next to Broken Trail, 10-drink Grinimum. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. You got me. <laughs> Done. I mean, Woo-woo. that beer ain't quality assurance itself, okay? That's true. I'll be all mad. This one's a little hot. And you're like, well, yeah, yeah, left it out. That's yeah, right. chug it. You need to actually put ice on that. I'll be all mad. Right. I just tell you the problems. You fix them. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, but I'm passing out because I've been yeah. drinking since 8 last yesterday morning. I want to tell the people watching live, maybe via Facebook, you guys have the entire alcohol garden over here. You have a Sandia Peak. We do. That's our watermelon uh, lemonade, oh vodka watermelon I lemonade. Had it. I had it before noon. I'm sorry, guys. It was before noon. I don't have to work any industrial equipment. No, uh, <laughs> no big bulldozers. Then I had the uh, the mojito. What'd you think of the mojito? Excellent. Both. Yeah, excellent. excellent. I'm gonna have to test that out. I haven't had it Jeez yet. Louise. Some fresh mint and. Uh, of course, my guy. You you went to the old standby. Yeah. Oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> what, did. what did Michael get? The good old Pepe Mule. Oh, I got yeah, the mojito. Yeah. It was good. Right. Not, it was I'm, great. I'm not saying I, I don't have Pepe the Mule right now, but I'm just saying I had <laughs> hey, Pepe the Mule. I'm a little thirsty. Could I refresh myself with some of your <laughs> interesting water? <laughs> Let's see what we can do. Let's see what can happen here. We have the technology. <laughs> we have the technology. We have the means. We have the means. So there's this like a hemp, right across the way from us this thing called hemposium. So I imagine it's like a, a stream of uh, speakers that uh, try to encourage or not even or just uh, educate uh, people about the benefits of like um, the, uh, of you know cannabis. And it's 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 it sounds it, this, this place is great. Yeah, and uh, I feel like as the day goes on, because this is from noon to nine. Thank nine. you. Yeah. We're going to be out here until probably about 7, so come out and say hello. Yeah, and I, actually, that guest we had, Mr. Mr. Delaney. Did you hear that guy in even? Um, just the tail end of it, so but it sounded pretty awesome. He has uh, Crohn's disease. Uh-huh. And they told him they were going to remove his colon and anus. And so he decided instead of letting them do that, he would give you know, marijuana a try. 
and immediately it had an effect on him, and it's it's worked out so much for him that now he owns a dispensary. <laughs> no, the, the, he, he, actually, that was the last resort because he tried doctors. Yeah, and they told and, him there was nothing he, else he, to he, do. He tried, then, he, then he tried like the holistic healing, didn't work. But it was only until he got the hand of smoking weed, and then. Mm-hmm. Well, and and like not to be crass about what what is a, otherwise a really really awesome story, but at the point that they're gonna carve out carve out your asshole, right? <laughs> like I'm I'm pretty sure I'd try anything. Yeah, that's, and, that's what he said. He goes, no, I would eat dog shit. He literally said, I would have ate dog shit if they told me if that. Would, that was a help. The miracle cure, right? And and that's you know what I think is really cool about what's going on out here today is. Um, some of this education stuff that, yeah, when you've exhausted your other solutions or, you know, maybe some of the other solutions aren't, aren't right for you or, or yeah. they're not going to work or they, yeah. you know, they're, that here's this product that, that can help a lot of people yeah. with a lot of things. You just rub a salve on your asshole and <laughs> fix it, man. <laughs> and I, I, you know, that, that, man, hearing that guy's story, I'm just like, shit, man. And like, I, my aunt, after her, um, she had breast cancer and, after she had all of her surgeries, she got her medical card, and she uses marijuana on a daily basis um, to to help with her pain. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and it's honestly the CBD is what people are mostly getting out of it. Yeah, you have the THC, which is the yeah. recreational side, but the CBD is what is helping out kids and people who have um, yeah. seizures and all this stuff that happens. And that's what helps them out the most. Yeah, I, I heard this story uh, where you know I don't know. I watch a lot of I watch a lot of videos on YouTube and uh, people like their kids have seizures. Like they literally have just seizures all the time. And then they like started treating them with THC. Did it work? Oh, start treating them with uh, um, THC, and the kids stop having seizures. Mm-hmm. But then people are like, "Oh, you're giving your kid drugs," and it's like, "Okay, but." But we'll drop them with, uh, you know, ADHD meds all day yeah, long. All day long. <laughs> and all these toxic them, like, meds that aren't really like, good for you at all. Of Adderall. A little, little bit of laudanum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Speaking of which, did anybody here hear, like, about the Tiger Woods? Like, they, they came out last <laughs> yes. week. What is toxicology? Out, what is, this toxicology report, right? So, here was how, Tiger. How, how much alcohol was in his system? None. Zero. Zero. He had... Vicodin, laudanum, Xanax, Ambien, and THC. Yeah. <laughs> All like, in the system. And it I was, was like, my anxiety oh, med. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then like, people were like, well, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're in pain, I'm like, wait a minute. If I took an Ambien, I would be out. And I'm, I'm six foot two. I mean, there's ways to counteract it. 280 pounds. It's like you, you take some Ambien and then you take some. Uh, no, those are all downers. There's not a single <laughs> upper in that group. He must have been just having a good time. He's like, I'm, 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 I'm awake. Well, you know, this was in Florida, and then, right? And then he says, I, I just like driving. He's like, where are you going? He's like, I like driving. I'm like. No, did you hear like where he said he was? He thought he was in California. And he was oh, in I didn't Florida. hear that one. Oh, yeah. He, and he was in Florida. He was like polar opposite of the country. Like, where do you think you are? And he thought he was in, he thought he was in uh, California. And I was like, I sit there and they're like, well, he needs to go to rehab. And I'm like, you know, there's a lot of people I kind of I disagree on that with. But Tiger was like, he needs to go to rehab. But right, right. He must, he might be in that much pain. He might need THC. You know, though. in in his defense though, here's a dude that was used to yeah. you know his sexual yeah. addiction. The withdrawals from that, I'm <laughs> sure, are a bear. 
and and we all know that that part of of recovery yeah. is is sometimes substitution. Sure. And so, like, if I were having sex with twenty or so women a day, <laughs> I might replace that from the Waffle House. Yeah, and and changing that out for zero, I'd probably replace it with some pretty fucked up drugs. <laughs> Which was just, that, which was just supposed Matt. to be Matt's for his like, back. That's like I'm a business owner, but let me fucking get down to brass. <laughs> well, well, let me just <laughs> get down to the nitty gritty. And I was like, well, they're they're for his back surgery that he just had, or the yeah. multiple back surgeries, and it's like. He did, um, yeah, he did, and he plays golf. I mean, that's a. That, well, yeah, uh, I mean, if you swing a big club, I mean, that, that hurts <laughs> which he apparently does. Yo. <laughs> I, just, I was like, they're like, we have the toxicology report, and like, so many people like just did not read it, and I was like, oh, I I want to see this because but, I mean, I I I guess the the sympathy meter for me, yeah, it, like okay, so you you play golf for a living, yeah, you have a sex addi- addiction, uh-huh. like your your disability is that you have to have sex, yeah, <laughs> and you've got all these drug problems. Well, here, here's how I would handle it as the first human being to reach a billion dollars by paychecks. Here's how I would handle that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I do lots of drugs. Well, I mean, and that's... <laughs> like, what, what? You would almost have more respect for him if, if that he's like, yeah. yeah, I was getting fucked up and wanted to go for a joyride. Well, when is our society going to take that turn where you're like... You're like, well, this guy, you know, he said all this shit, and uh, here, here he comes. He's going to do a press conference, and he's going to say, like, yeah, so uh, uh, I crashed my car. I was really messed up on uh, Vicodin and THC and all this. But uh, now you're going no regrets. I had a good time. Right, if he's like, and <laughs> it was worth it. I had, had a real <laughs> great time. No one got hurt. My car got messed up, but I, you know, I, I have a billion dollars. Right, but, right. But I only have like half of that now because I got divorced because of all the, all the, all the hoes I've been sleeping with. Because of my sex addiction. Sex I mean, addiction. I, sex I, I mean, do you feel like like he just okay? So it's half of my my earnings. Like, so he has okay. So I got I, only five hundred million dollars. I only have five hundred million dollars. But I, I feel sorry but for myself. My kids' kids will still be rich. But what I'm gonna do now is, is these drugs. <laughs> you know. Well, but, but I'm gonna get a driver. Is that cool? If I get a driver, I can still do drugs. I think so. Oh my god, he didn't think of. Well, of course he was probably lit as hell. But it's like I could just got a driver. What the hell? And you know how many jokes? You know how many jokes he could have? He hires a driver. I'd be like, he like, oh, pulling out my driver. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> five uh, my five wood. He's like, he's like, uh, what's your name? My name's Steven. I'm your new driver. <laughs> no, sir. Your name is Three Wood. That, you're right. <laughs> you're your name driver. is Titleist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, yeah you're, you're, your name is Big Dog. You're my main driver. You're Three Wood. <laughs> yeah. You drive when he's sick. Right, right. You <laughs> drive the sports car. Yeah. If we're just going for a spin around the block, you're yeah. putter. <laughs> and then you, every time he gets in the car, what's up, Big Dog? You want to eat? <laughs> yeah. Let the Big Dog eat. Well, and that's actually, I mean, that's kind of a funny, I, I guess, side conversation. But you, you see these athletes in general that, uh, you know, it's off season and you make millions of dollars a year. Yeah. Just hire a driver. Yeah. Hire. That Tiger Woods is going to be the first billionaire. Hello, we have a guest, uh, Miss Jewel. <laughs> Doing well. We're barely here. We're barely here. Hello, everybody. Hey. Wave at the camera. I'd really like to know where you got your face painted. That's awesome. Got the, look at this. Look at this. 
That's like that's like the kid version of like Mike Tyson's tattoo. From where? That's pretty sweet. So no, uh-huh. so no coworker of mine just came up okay. and just said hello. Yeah, Thank you nice. for coming by. We right on. So we should go get a little show. Broken Trail on our face and uh, on our forehead, and then I'll I'll be like, uh, I just woke up, guys. What's wrong <laughs> with my face? And you can say hello to the world. We're we're we're, we're live, <laughs> yeah. live and living color. Yeah. <laughs> can you show them their fa- your face paint? Look right in that one right there. Show me. There you go. You're perfect. That's a perfect shot. What's your name? What's your name? Say it again. Asia Jade Blue. Aw. Oh, Asia J. Blue. I bet your teacher loves that in class. <laughs> to like. You're in the fourth grade. His name is Mr. Ipple. Mr. What? Mr. Ipple. So Mr. Ipple gets in the class. He's like area. Alana, Asia, Jay Blue, <laughs> and he just high fives. Like, thank you for having a unique, unique yes. name like me. Right. It's probably like okay, Angela B, Angela C, Angela no. D. No, 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 no. Matt, Asia Matt, Jade Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Matt. Everyone names their kids after Game of Thrones characters. Oh, we well, true. That. All right. It's like oh, we Tenaris. have we have Khaleesi one, Khaleesi, Khaleesi two, which isn't even. Act- then, then, then you're like that super nerd teacher. You're like Khaleesi, which isn't even her name. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it's your name. <laughs> and for some reason, there's like five Neveas. Just like five of them. <laughs> Here, let me get my mic. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never done this before. <laughs> the one professional in the group. And she's like not even talking into the microphone. I'm a little loopy. I'm sorry. Uh, Here, you, should, you should rehydrate. You're but probably but dehydrated. This, 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 this is our first show out of three that we're having we're, today. We're gonna do two more live down here at the Hemp Fest. How you guys doing? Yes. Thank you for coming by. Hello. Thanks for stopping Appreciate by. Appreciate it. Hello yes. and goodbye. See the, the way they're talking about that. That guy right there would be arrested because they were like, "You can't wear hemp clothing." Like I'm like, are you shitting? Have you have they walked around in Albuquerque? <laughs> right. Here's what I would tell. So the guy with the guy that that Matt replaced, he was like, yeah, I called them and said I wanted to come down there and I want to talk about marijuana. And they're like they they even like he's like we're gonna sell clothing that says hemp on it. And they're like, well that's illegal. And I was like, okay, well I want you to tell the guy on Central on Sunday in the lowrider <laughs> that he needs to take the marijuana shirt off. Because I'm offended. Or everything out of Hot Topic in the back. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. How I always wondered that. How is it like Hot Topic just gets away with like, basically like the farther you go in the store, the more like just filthy as shit it gets. I have no idea. You're like, I wonder that too. It's like, like, there's like different tiers of it. Like the first quarter of it like is... like Saved by the Bell funny shirts. And, and then yeah. after it, it's like kind of band, band shirts. The, 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 some dragons with like crystals in their claw. <laughs> but once you get to the back... It's a couple of dildos, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're selling sex toys at it's that sex point. Sex toys. It's, uh, it, yeah, how, does, how, do they get, how do they get away with hot... Not Hot Topic, Spencer's. I'm sorry, Spencer's. We're talking about Spencer's. Oh, that's right. It is Spencer's. Spencer's like the farther you go back in the Spencer's, the filthier it gets. And then you have like I don't know. Back in the day, you'd have the T-shirt, which would have all the sexual positions on it. Like yes, like, like the lizards doing it, funny yeah, styles. Right, yeah, right, right, right. And you know that was silly. That was health class uh, yeah. for me. Yeah, it was health class. Yeah, you learned how to have sex from Spencer's gifts. Right, you know? right. You'd flip through the posters because there were the two or three in the middle that like showed half of a woman's nipple. <laughs> yeah, and right. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> so Matt and I, how, you're, I'm 42. Are you close? I'm to that? 37. You're 37. 
I didn't realize I think. That. I assumed you were closer. So what, what was I'm the... I'm 45. Oh. I'm just very mature. No, I'm 37-ish. No. What was the what was the hot woman poster when you were a teenager? Oh, that's a good question. I know exactly who they were. From Tiffany. Me. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yeah. Mine, it was Samantha Fox. Oh, yeah. And I only knew who Samantha Fox was because of the back of the Thrasher. They would have these posters of Samantha Fox, and she was just topless. And I was like, well, I have to order those posters. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he ordered, he ordered it, and it was like you, fill, you filled out a little form. Uh, yes, I'm mm-hmm. 18. <laughs> yes, I'm 18. It Please let like, this work. Please let this work. work. Are you 18? <laughs> Click. Yes, I am. Click, it, wasn't, it wasn't that way. No. The irony, so, like, it was really hard back then. To, I mean, again, I'm going through the mall, sneaking into the back of Spencer's to see of half of a girl's are. nipple. And today, like, when my kids are, are old, it, it'd be like, it'd just be on, you know, like, on this thing called the internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I what? wonder who the hot, the hot, like, uh, it girl is now for, like, if you got it. Do kids have posters? No, I mean, they're not as much posters. Anymore, yeah. no. I, don't, I think that, that kind of, like, that day and age is yeah. gone. Like, there's, I, I want to the internet guy. exists. Do you, can you, can you come up here for a second? No, you don't want to come in for a second? All right. How you doing? I want to ask him a question. I had a question for him. Can you? you, you we have a, we we, we we want to take audience like well, feedback. Yeah. All I'm going to ask is like, what was the hot girl poster when you were a teenager? Can you answer that question in the microphone? The pinup, yeah. And I don't I don't remember. Oh come on, <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. I think for me, no, I no, me, like I was I was Marilyn Monroe, Rita Hayworth. No, 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 I mean, no, no, there's no, no. some. My yeah. my was Pamela Anderson was like yeah, my I for, you know I forgot about Pamela I was never a Pamela fan what? really I, um, I, I mean of course I mean I don't know I was like she's there I mean cool so it was yeah. Samantha Fox and then, which mic is that it's doing that is it my, is it hers who knows okay yeah they're the beer garden yeah right there in the middle. Yeah. So the uh, Samantha Fox was one for me, and then you know I had a Mr. T poster. I had uh, all the Iron Maiden posters. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it, it was weird. Here's the weirdest part: I knew more about Iron Maiden later, and like I knew nothing about their music. If someone would have came in my room and be like, "Wow, you really like Iron Maiden?" I'd be like, "I have no idea what songs they sing." No, Eddie was those, brutal, man. Those like, were the cool posters, man. Yeah. Like but then. Now I know a lot about Iron Maiden, and I listen to some Iron Maidens from time to time. I like it. I had a lot of uh, of uh, airplane posters, yeah. and like that's something like airplanes and like, cars. SR seventy one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. I, in fact, I can picture the poster in my mind. Lamborghini, just that, Lamborghini, Cruise. right? But I mean, at least the cars. There's a, I guess, a connection that perhaps someday I will own a car. It probably won't be any of these posters, but I'm never going to own an F sixteen. No. <laughs> And like as much funny, as I try, <laughs> the funny thing is like when I was a kid, the Lamborghini, the Lamborghini Countach, was like the uh, was like the big um, yes. I th- hold on. Can you talk on that mic, Matt? Testing, testing. Okay, so the Lamborghini Countach was like the big car back in those days, and then like uh, what's that show? Uh, Top Gear. Yes. They did a whole thing on it, like how it was like the poster, like the poster that every kid had. Right. And those cars like leaked oil. They were fucking fit. Like they would break down, and everybody was like this like idea. You're right. Of a the, car. The concept of it and the visual right. appeal of it. I mean, <laughs> right. I, would, I think more than anything, it was just this sexy, sexy. 
It was. Car. And I, I remember the first time, the first time I ever saw one in person. It was in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And this artist in Las Vegas, apparently, who was super rich, had bought one and then painted dolphins on the fucking thing. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck? It's like blue. That's almost like with a dolphin on the side and sparkles. In a weird freaking way, like if I get to the if when I get to the point that I can afford those types of cars, I'm gonna have one painted with dolphins on it. Yeah. Just because I like if you can afford one. Yeah. You can afford two. Right. I saw my dream car last night in the hill. Actually. Oh really? What was that? A 1967 Ford Cobra. A 1967 Ford Cobra? Yeah. That's so, a sexy car. My old boss from the company I worked for, her <laughs> computer, had a 1967 Ford Cobra. Really? Oh, yeah. But that, was, of, a, that, that was a weird even, year. Like, because the one last night was even the, the exact color that I would want to get. That's a kit car that you probably saw. Probably. Oh, I know so for a fact very, it was a kit car. So there's only six of those? Yeah. And he has one. Wow. And he An only original. drives it on Sundays. You know what? How? Yeah. Okay, so but, say... But, but the company was struggling and say, uh, barely could pay us. Say you didn't <laughs> have... Say you had a lot of money, but you couldn't get your hand on a one of whatever six... Couldn't you just build one yourself? Yeah, yeah it's called, it's called a kit, a kit car. car. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of uh, 1967... Kit Ford cars, Cobras yeah. around, kit and there, there are a lot of kit cars. So if you see one driving around, it's most usually a most kit car. Most likely a kit car. Because they're worth so much money. It's like ridiculous amounts of money. And so if you had it, why you know, you're know going to drive it maybe, but rarely. You know, I'm, like I'm actually, but once I have enough money, I basically, it's it just going to 3D print it. Like the original. Just straight up from the ground the, up. The, yeah, the ground up. The thing is, like it's going to be the first Cobra that ever came out. And I'm going to 3D print it. So what I'm going to do is, because I'm smart, is I'm going to buy one. Buy one of the six. Overpay for it. Then, not even drive it. Film it live streaming and uh, on YouTube and have it just driven and slammed into a wall. <laughs> See how many kids I can get? Why the hell would you do that? Because I'm a millionaire and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. That just, that just hurt my heart. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I go, take that at the very end. Right, right. So, so Matt, you, do you, you, you do a lot of these festivals then, right? We try to, yeah. And how long of a day do you think that is when you do one of these this things? This is one of the longest we've done. Uh, we'll be serving alcohol for, for about 10 hours. Um, we were at the distillery at 8 this morning. Probably get back around 11 o'clock. Uh, most of them are, we're serving for 5 or 6 hours. Um, and uh, so that's you know an eight ten hour day. Damn, this one's going to be a marathon. But we've, we've been here about that. We've been so here so so, so being yeah. be, being a business owner, being a person who yeah. has to be on top of what you're selling. What are the top three texts you don't want to have? Text like people text me. People like hey Matt, there's somebody died in our bar. Kind of, ton of text. <laughs> dot, dot, um, dot. No, that's actually a fantastic question. Um, and it, I, I, hands down, the absolute worst thing, and it's happened to us on numerous occasions, the point-of-sale system isn't working. Oh, no. Because that's basically either there's no revenue. There's no money coming in at that point. Um, and we've had, um, in fact... At our Green Jeans location, it was like the the second week we were open, 
we're doing a big uh, anniversary or, or opening grand opening party, and they, yeah, the internet went down. Yeah. Oh shit! I so mean, and we're talking thousands of dollars that, yeah. that are just down that we'll yeah. never ever see. Um, so that hands down, um, it's gotten to the point like I I turn my phone off the, yeah. the second I get home because you have to because there's always gonna be something. It, it, it is, and it it it. Your you wife's know. like, I've had enough. Right. And and I'm the type, like, I'll get the, I'll hear the, you've got mail. And then my heart rate just spikes and my blood pressure goes up. And it doesn't even, it could, the text message could be, hey, we had a great night. <laughs> but at that point, it's like this Pavlov, Pavlovian yeah. response. That, that I'm, makes sense. So like as long point, as you don't look at it. Right. At some point, you just got to <laughs> shut it down. You got to go, you know. I mean, yeah. is, is the place on fire? No. All right. Well, and it—if it is on fire, is there anything I'm going to do that <laughs> the fire department won't get to first? Right. Um, get all the money. Oh, they call nine one one first. Right. Matt, if you say no, then you're an idiot. Yeah. Then you're fired. Sorry, oh, no. you're fired. <laughs> so we got to ask. Also, this. We're, we're all fired because we let, just burned down our place. Let's <laughs> talk about your opening a new tap room. Can we talk about this? We well, there's a new tap room being opened in Uptown. Um, I, I don't know if you've heard this pl- about this place. Oh, this isn't you guys. I'm sorry. I fucking believe. I, I yeah, that. that's not us. I, I wish it was because yeah. it's really um, this this new brewery is really revolutionizing. It's like urban urban, urban mattress urban mattress brewing company. Brewing company. Um, I've heard such this. a big deal. These guys. <laughs> Now, I mean, these brewers are are world on the renowned. edge, on the edge, on the fringe. They're I mean, out they're of brewing, their minds brewing, making beers that the world's never even heard of. Correct. Um, yeah, they're, I've heard this. Uh, they're, they're just completely above and beyond Urban anything. Urban Mattress Brewing. Company. Urban Mattress Brewing Company. Um, I've I've met the brewer a couple of times. Yeah. He's a really good dot. Good, good I've dude. heard he's out there though. I heard he's, he's out he there. Is, he is nucking futs. I mean, he he is crazy. Um, on the fringe of the, the brains, he like he's doing things that people thought was crazy. I mean, he's, he anyway. imagine Leonardo, um, Leonardo da Vinci. I mean, this genius writing backwards, staring in the mirror naked. Yeah, crazy. This is how yeah. this guy brews. I hear he actually brews naked. Um, I heard he shows up and people like <laughs> don't even know like that he owns the place, and then he does like some sort of beer formula chalk line on the yes. on the window. But exactly, and they're like. We called the police, but then they showed up, and we were like, "This is this this recipe is, it's perfect. It's it's, it's like hemp's piss." <laughs> <laughs> and so then they let him stay, and then they realized they finally find out that he actually owns the place. Yeah, he is the boss. And then and it was all this big joke. Urban <laughs> Mattress Brewing Company, the U. MBC. Can, so I, can I go back to the, the question about like the worst text? So yeah. the POS system goes down. Was there ever times like, I don't know what to do? Yeah, I guess we're booze are free tonight, guys. Woo! Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, yes, actually. I mean, that's and that's why it, it's such. I mean, of all the texts we get, it, it really is like the fire example. It, there's nothing I can do. Okay, cool. No. Um, you have so, so either it's 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 figured out. Or call the person who can, but in the case of the POS system, like I am the person, <laughs> and so, and and so, uh, we actually had a, a moment where our laptop went out, yeah. and and they called me up, and so I'm like frantically trying to find a new laptop, get all the software installed. Oh man! Like within ten minutes of opening, 
and then of course the install doesn't go right, and I'm I'm just you could have si- called me, I'd have helped you. I I will next time. In fact, yeah. I'm gonna give my staff your number. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be all, I'm sorry. Who is this? <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, and then there was another time where I can't. It was uh, it was an internet problem. Yeah. And uh, this is some shit you can't handle. I mean, this is not well, and, and it's about. yeah, you're at the mercy of Comcast, which is so helpful when things go down. Oh, they love to talk to you on they the phone. They love it. They're so helpful. And uh, this was back. I don't know if you remember when Lindsay was working with yeah, us and brewing yeah. with me. And uh, so she was bartending that night, and I'm just, I'm, I've n- never been just to such an elevated level of stress as I was this day. And I'm sitting there, you know. Fuck, 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 shit, fuck. And, and she, she's like, Matt, shut up. There's customers right here. We'll take cash. Like, chill the fuck out, dude. Um, she, she was a real cool uh, employee yeah, to have. It, and, yeah. and, and we needed that. I needed that just yeah. slap in the face of, yeah. Well, so shit, you, I need to work for you. I, I'd be that guy. Hell yeah. You'd slap me up. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, Matt, here's what we're going to do. We're going to comp those people and just let them walk away because it's alcohol. And then we're gonna fix the fucking problem, and we're gonna do, you know, we're gonna we're gonna live tomorrow. We're gonna tomorrow we're gonna wake up, and not die. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we're coming at at the end of our first show. We are. Um, I want to tease this for the second show. Is my experience with cannabis oh, as a, as a young kid? Sativa. <laughs> is that correct? Just just any well, just THC in general. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. And uh, it's it's gonna be interesting stories because I have three yeah. of them. Yeah. And um, I think that's what's. It's so a proper proper uh, show. Come down to Balloon Fiesta Park. It's free. It's one dollar to park, and there is a uh, there is a, uh, a, a alcohol garden, and we've got uh, whatever. Cool. I want to thank everybody for listening. This is the end of the first time. I want to thank Matt. Hey, thank you guys for having for me. A lot Good of, to see for, you as I always. I want to thank Matt for a lot of things. Matt's a great person. If you're in the Albuquerque uh, Metroplex area, go to Broken Trail. Matt, uh, you know, he's a great guy. He knows how to make liquor. He knows how to make beer. And uh, he's a great guy. I appreciate that, man. You guys are good people. It, it, uh... Oh no, we're not. Well, I know. Just saying that to be nice. Yeah, yeah, I I understand. I understand. You're saying that to be nice. (laughs) I get it. So if if you're if you're in the Albuquerque area, go to Green Jeans Farmery. There's a there's a there's a tasting room for Broken Trail. It's upstairs. There is not a drink they've ever made me that I was not like, oh wow, that's a good drink, you know. And then you you have a main room. What what are the hours of your main room? Because I went on a Sunday and you guys weren't open. It's all over the place. Um, we are open now Tuesday through Thursday um, from well Tuesday through Saturday from four to closing ish. Yeah, four to closing. Yeah, whatever that is. Whatever that happens to be that yeah. night. Um, so we've we've cut back the hours at our main location a yeah. little bit. Um, Just shifted the focus to the the tasting room. You know, and we're working on some cool collaborative stuff with you. And UNBC. you're doing a lot of distribution. I mean, people can go and buy your your alcohol. Total wine, yeah, total jubilation, wine. Yeah. Kelly's. How's uh, that going? Fantastic. We've had a yeah. fantastic year. Pepe the Mule. And you're still in the airport, right? They can get we a Pepe the Mule in the can. We, yeah, can Pepe the Mule take a can? I know our fans. They like it in the can. It, 
10% alcohol. It's a beer. Uh, yeah. You can take it anywhere. Yeah. Nice portable format. Take it camping. Take it hiking. Yeah. Um, so Pepe the Mule's been been Tennessee. crazy. Uh-huh. Um, the vodka is going nuts. We're we're about two cases shy from finishing our second barrel of whiskey. See, and I I, I guess I missed the uh, whiskey the, the 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 official whiskey. Did you guys have a thing? We didn't do it. We didn't do a thing like we did last year. I don't know why. Um, huh. mostly like it, that was a real successful event. Yeah. Um, but I felt like we had enough different things going on this summer okay. that I wanted to let the bourbon kind of organically. But your bourbon's there now. It it is it is. Um. I saw you, Matt. Your bourbon has matured. I see it's ready. Well, we don't use that term too like, yeah. loosely. Interesting. But, <laughs> Interesting. Um, I see your bourbon's ready. <laughs> it's like a telenovela. You hide behind the, the curtain. Right. Right. It, uh, it in it. It's a it's a good bourbon. I I'm so excited with that. So. What is the name of the bourbon? Tres Pistoles Bourbon Whiskey. How, how um, well has that happened? Incidentally, incidentally featured in Whiskey Advocate um, in June. Which really? Was, yeah. Really, really, really awesome. Um, one thing that's really cool, um, and, and people take this for granted, but it, it sounds obvious, we're the only New Mexico-made bourbon. Correct. Um, and people are like, nope, that's not true. This other one, they don't right. make it. And so they buy it and whiskey, put their label on it. Right. So whiskey whiskey advocate wanted a representative whiskey from every state and it is. and they and it had to be made, it had to be locally made and and so uh, You're it. That was it. Um, so, so the, that, the other place in town doesn't make their own whiskey? They don't make their own bourbon. Oh. They don't make bourbon, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, cuz the bourbon takes 2 years. It takes a while, yeah. yeah. So What do you think of it? Mr. Bourbon Man, of my bourbon, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, this yeah. this batch was a little bit spicier, a little bit smokier than the first batch. Yeah, so I felt like it was a little bit. I have not tried more the new batch. Um, come quick, it's running out. Yeah, you, um, and, but we should have another barrel in sometime in December. Fuck, man. So the other cool thing about this this batch was we actually we released a limited number of cases to our yeah. distributor uh, to go out to bars and restaurants. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool, and and part of the other reason we didn't want to do a big launch event. Yeah. Was kind of let it go out and into yeah, the world. Yeah, I know. I got gotcha. you. Let the world see it. Yeah. What I what I love about you is like uh, when I first met you, I was you're like I'm gonna make a bourbon. It's gonna take two years. I hope we make it the two years. <laughs> and now we're at the first New Mexico film or hemp festival film, hemp festival, and you're the only. The alcohol exclusive here. Alcohol You're provider exclusive. For That's pretty cool. Um, You're not only exclusive, but uh, you know you've, you've got to you have your the bourbons out. It's here. Yeah, and, and hats off to to the alibi for Ian's going to for giving us an invitation, letting us come out and do that. Yeah, um, we've got Holy Ghost vodka out today. We've yeah. got all our beers, um, and and that's for us a really cool opportunity to to show off our product line. You know, a lot of these beer festivals, you're kind of yeah. hiding under the umbrella of, sure. of the 48 other breweries. Yeah, yeah. Is it really 48? It's I don't know. It's pretty, I'm, I bet it's pretty close to that. I bet you it is. Yeah. So, if, if, question, if not question, more. I know I know that you don't 
you're not affiliated maybe with the uh, Urban Mattress uh, brewing well, company? We're, we're trying to do some collaboration stuff with them. Some but, collaborations. But, like, mostly I just want to learn from the guy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just want to know if maybe you could pass it on to the guy. Yeah. That when that place opens for sure... Maybe we could help, like you know, do some stuff there at the opening, or be there. Yeah, or... you know, I I I've got an email address for the guy. Okay. Um, and I'll reach out, and and like I said, he's 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 crazy. Um, but I I th- I think he'd be into something like that. Urban Mattress Brewing Company, guys. If you don't know, if you don't know, now you know. I mean, check them out on Facebook. They've got a really, uh, uh, you know, they're starting to get their their social media presence. Yeah, Um, they're really on the fringe. They're on the edge of like just the brewing industry. And that's the rules are being broken. Right and left. Right and left. (laughs) Right. And that's, I mean, really just the the way this guy rolls. um, He's crazy. I mean, but he once he he once took a boiled egg. And made an IPA out of it what? with his bare hands. That's intense, man. And right? And made, made like, a vinaigrette out of that. Which oh, is pretty yeah. Awesome. Right? And then made a balsamic vinegar uh, reduction like, out of the vinegar. <laughs> he's like, I just want to say right now, I'll take your breakfast and IPA it. <laughs> and he dropped the mic. It's right. breakfast in bed. I thought it was the Bam. whole plan. Bam. <laughs> Bam. It's done. It's done. It's in the books. So, yeah, if you can get in contact with them. We'd really like to be a part of like the Urban uh, you know, Mattress Brewing Company uh, open. You know, the, that'd the, be that'd be a lot of fun. I'll, I mean, I'll reach there, out to some friends and see what I can. There's a lot of there's a lot of buzz, a lot of buzz on that. You know, but uh, I mean, I'll, as there should be, Albuquerque yeah. hasn't seen a brewery like this. Oh, it's just it's launching. I mean, it's one of those things. Uh, we'll we'll we're gonna finish. Ian is sitting down with us right now. We're gonna finish this hour. We got two more hours. We're gonna do one at three, around three ish. Then we're gonna do run around five ish, you know. Cause that's 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 the Albuquerque it's way. Three ish and five ish. I want to. Th- was his name Dennis? I want to thank Dennis for coming on. One of oh. our mics has got some. Is it that one? Is it that one there? I think, I think it's mine. Okay, it's by the cord. Right. But um, I want to thank. Is his name Dennis? That guy that was here earlier. I wasn't here when. Dennis. Bill. I'm sorry, Bill. <laughs> way off. Dennis or Bill. Way GM. off. <laughs> uh, dude, he was. He you know listen to the first part of the show. He was amazing. Um. That was pretty cool. Bill Delaney. Uh, he's got a dispensary in uh, Pagosa Springs. You know Come, what I think, go ahead. Do you know what I think would be a fantastic topic? You were talking about bringing somebody else on. Sure. Are the, are the finances of, of having a dispensary. That's yeah. something that's always been curious to me because if we you can't use someone. traditional banking. You know, we should ask that guy because he was from Colorado. He has a dispensary in Colorado. Oh, sorry. There's a the the person speaking at the symposium right now is speaking on starting cannabis-based businesses. Yeah. So he might be another person to bring over. That's good. To, that's good to bring over. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. That'd be really interesting. Because I watch so Vice, I and I I know there yeah, was, I was a, you watched that there was Vice a one. long time where they couldn't use banks because it's now, not a federal business. But now they can. But now they can, because it was getting so dangerous. Mm-hmm. It was. It became a da- like it was like literally like. They were having to put a vault in a in a house, right? And, uh, and have security it armed, details, gr- armed, armed guards, security details, like AK forty sevens, like hanging out inside them. Yeah, so cool. So yeah, we're live down the Hemp Fest. Come by, come down, say hello. Oh, is, where's your phone? Your phone gone? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, so we're not live on the internet network anymore, but that's fine. So we're here at uh, Hemp Fest, uh, the first one. Um, we're having a great time, and uh, I want to thank Matt for being on the show, Bill Delaney, Ian for sitting down for a Sit second. Sit down for a second. I need so. to get out of the sun. Oh, absolutely. Fun. So, And we'll be back. Do you and need to rehydrate? We'll do a couple yes. more. 
Uh, we are tendering minimum. 